and welcome back to another bite-sized Bible reading of Luke. We're now actually going to be reading chapter 9, so we're already a third of the way through Luke, so that's really uh, fantastic. And uh, for those of you that have uh, been reading from the start, then yeah, well done, you made it this far. And um, yeah, and hopefully you continue to, uh, to listen and uh, enjoy this series. Um, if you've missed any other of the series so far, if you've just arrived at nine, one to eight are available on whatever platform you're listening to or watching on, whether it's a podcast on Spotify or Apple um, or other channel, or if it's on YouTube, Instagram or Facebook, they're all available. So hopefully you can uh, continue to enjoy from there. I'm using the NIV translation, If um, and there's a link at the end of the video if you want to grab that um, and get a copy. Please subscribe, follow, like, and wherever you're um, watching or listening to this from. It really helps. Uh, helps it helps you get to other people as well. Uh, so please share, um, and um, yeah, hopefully enjoying it so far. Let's get started. When Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases, and he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal those who were ill. He told them. Take nothing for the journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard about all that was going on, and he was perplexed, because some were saying that John had been raised from the dead. Others that Elijah had appeared, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago had come back to life. But Herod said, I beheaded John. Who then is this I hear such things about? And he tried to see him. When the apostles returned, they reported to Jesus what they had done. Then he took them with him, and they were drew by themselves to a place called Bethsaida. But the crowd learned about it and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed healing. Late in the afternoon, the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away, so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and find food and lodgings, because we're in a remote place here. He replied, You give them something to eat. They answered, We only, we only have five loaves of bread and two fish, unless we go and buy food for all this crowd. About five thousand men were there, but he said to his disciples, Make them sit down in groups of about 50 each. The disciples did so, and everyone sat down. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. They all ate, and they were satisfied. And the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. Once when Jesus was praying in private, and his disciples were with him, he asked them, who do the crowds say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others that one of the prophets long ago has come back to life. But what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. <clears throat> and he said, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, 
Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Truly I tell you, some of you standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. About eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John and James with him and he went up onto a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy. But when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving, Jesus, Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, is it good for us to be here? Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son, who I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at that time what they had seen. The next day, when they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met them. A man in the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. A spirit seizes him and he suddenly screams. It throws him into convulsions, so he foams at the mouth. It scarcely ever leaves him and it is destroying him. I begged your disciples to drive it out, but they could not. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Even while the boy was coming out, the demon threw him to the ground in convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the impure spirit, healed the boy and gave him back to his father. And they were all amazed at the greatness of God. While everyone was marvelling at all that Jesus did, he said to his disciples, Listen carefully to what I'm about to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. But they did not understand what this meant. It was hidden from them. So they did not grasp it, and they were afraid to ask him about it. An argument started among the disciples as to which one of them would be the greatest. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, took a little child and made him stand beside him. Then he said to them, Whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For it is the one who is least among you, all who is the greatest. Master, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him, because he is not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for whoever is not against you is with you. As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem and he sent messengers to go on ahead. He went into a Samaritan village to get things ready for him. But the people there did not welcome him because he was heading for Jerusalem 
When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then he and his disciples went to another village. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. He said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plough and looks back is fit for the service of the kingdom of God.